I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today, I've got an absolutely amazing revenge story to start off today's video. Honestly, you guys are in for an absolute treat. It's up there for me as one of the best, the funniest, perhaps, revenge stories that I've ever come across. And look, I know what you're thinking. The title, the thumbnail, they're weird. <laughs> but just wait and see what happens. It's brilliant. Let's get right into the story. Steal my goose? I'll steal your reputation. I, a 32-year-old man, moved into a new house last year, and my wife and I have been decorating slowly. My wife, 30 years old, being the eclectic, lovable goofball she is, found a small stone goose at Home Goods and has had fun giving it silly bandanas to mark various holidays. Well, for the last two weeks in June, she put a pride flag bandana on the goose. A couple of days go by and we noticed the bandana was missing. I assumed it was because of the heavy thunderstorm we had gotten. Neither my wife nor I are great at not tying and we wrote it off. I was prepared to just get a new one. Soon after it went missing, I hopped on Nextdoor for unrelated reasons. I was scrolling through until I found that there was a rather passive-aggressive post about how many Pride Month decorations there were in the area now and how ungodly it all is. It's corrupting kids, yada yada yada. Usual religious homophobia rubbish. I thought for a second and realized we hadn't seen anyone in this neighborhood with any sort of pride decorations besides me and my wife. So I had a thought. I opened up my front door camera and sure enough, someone walked onto my lawn, into my garden and walked away with the bandana. Unfortunately, the angle wasn't great, so I couldn't catch a face this time. I went on Amazon and bought a cheapy baby-sized t-shirt with a pride flag on it, put it on my goose and moved the goose to my porch instead, in full view of the camera. Not 48 hours later, I get a notification that someone was on my porch and they stole my dang goose. Stealing the $5 bandana and a $5 shirt was one thing, but you stole my wife's goose. She loved that thing. Now it was on. Before, I was just going to keep screwing with this person, making bigger and bigger shows and making it harder to steal the symbols until the homeowners association would ask me to tone it down. But nah, she hurt my wife. Now I would hurt her. I checked the cameras and bam, full face shot. I'd seen this woman walking in our neighborhood before, so I thought for sure that she lived, if not on my block, then near it. So I took to Facebook, specifically our residential complex's Facebook group. I went through the list of members and found her, the dread thief Karen in all her Christian iconographic glory. So I sent her this message with a copy of the video. Hello, Karen. I'm not sure why you felt it was appropriate to step onto my property on two separate occasions and steal items from my home, but I suspect it's because you have something against the LGBT community based on a certain next door post and your overall Facebook vibe. You do not need to respond to this message at all, but I will not mince words. Here's my ultimatum. 
Return my bandana, my goose, and the shirts, clean and unharmed, within the next 24 hours, or this video is going all over the neighborhood group and to the police. I'm sure you neither want the shame nor the penalties that go along with trespassing onto a neighbor's yard and stealing. Return the items to my porch and this ends now. Refuse and I will not stop finding ways to make your life in this neighborhood miserable. I also suggest you read that book you claim to love. Pretty sure not stealing is rule number eight out of the top 10 signed by myself. I checked my messenger a couple of hours later to see that she read it but didn't reply. So I sent one more message. I see you read my message. The clock started at the time you read it. Tick tock. No reply. Next day, I get up, go to work, and come home about two-ish hours before the deadline. Still no goose. One hour to go, check the porch. Still no goose. So I message Karen once more. 23 hours have passed. One hour remains. Final warning. Give me back my stuff or it's war. 30 minutes later, I get a notification from my doorbell. Karen brought back my goose with its t-shirt. It smelled like it had been in the trash. Ping, a message from Karen. I've given you back your stupid goose and its F shirt. Now leave me alone. Where is the bandana, Karen? I replied. And I explicitly told you to bring them back clean. This has clearly been in some kind of garbage. I threw the bandana away. It's gone. Then I am left with no choice. I close the chat window. I open the neighborhood group, post the videos and tag her along with her text confession. At least 40 plus replies in a 70 plus house neighborhood. Police report filed with local department next day. No idea what went down there, but I did get contacted by the DA's office a week ago with a request for a statement and any additional evidence I had. I sent the police the videos, but I tossed in the text convo to the DA. Now I'm waiting to see what happens next. Look, I don't want her to go to jail as that seems disproportionate, but I do hope she gets hit for a fine and maybe some community service. Nobody hurts my wife, Karen. Nobody. I just wish that every story I read was like that one. That was just amazing, wasn't it? Just brilliant. OP, thank you. I mean, amazingly well written, so funny, so like succinct, brilliant, completely fair, by the way. I mean, look, you may think it's a little bit silly if someone's stealing a little stone goose off someone's, you know, front step, but it's more the principle. She's willing to take down LGBT flags. That is not, that's not kosher, guys. It's 2021. Come on. I'm completely fine with the fact that OP, you know, got this video online to every single one of her neighbors. Imagine how embarrassing that must be. Getting that notification on your phone, that little one by the Facebook, you know, icon on your phone. You're like, oh God, um, this could be the end for me. And the 40 plus comments. Oh, you have to move out. Surely at that point, you have nothing else there. Everyone hates you now. Congratulations. You brought this upon yourself. OP, well done. Right then, moving on to our second story of today's revenge video. Um, It's an equally weird title, to be completely honest. What happens when engineering students are asked to truck-proof a mailbox? Years ago, back when my Uncle Dale and Dad were university students, their engineering professor came to their class with a problem that needed solving. His mailbox was getting broken by someone driving by every night. He and his wife had put up something like four or five mailboxes and all four or five times the mailbox had been knocked over by someone driving a red truck. This professor offered extra credit to any group of students who could come up with a truck-proof mailbox, 
that not only fit with city regulations, but within a budget of $20, which back then was a good sized chunk of change. Well, if anyone here knows anything about engineers, as dad puts it, they love solving problems. And if it's engineering students, they'll make it an experience to remember. Dad and Uncle Dale got together and got to work. They found a steel bar that fit within mailbox regulations. Posts have to be a specific height, width, and depth, and filled the inside with a mixture of concrete and steel rebars. Once the concrete had cured, they welded eight rebars to the sides of the bar, bent them in half, and stuck it inside a bucket. To add extra weight, they filled the bucket with the heaviest rocks they could find. As a finishing touch, they painted it brown and black to look like wood, and put the ugliest mailbox we could find on sale on top, welding it down for good measure. They brought this monstrosity into class, more dragged it because it was so heavy, and told the professor to bury the bucket where the mailbox stood. Since they were the first to turn in their projects, the professor agreed to give it a try. That night, the professor and his wife were awoken by a metallic bang, followed by a lot of cursing. They went outside and wouldn't you know it, There was that red truck speeding away, the mailbox still standing. At the base was a broken wooden baseball bat. Wow, I did not expect that. Jesus, okay. Two days later, the professor gets a bill in the mail for a hospital visit. Turns out when the passenger hit the mailbox, he did some serious damage to his arm and shoulder. They were planning on suing the professor, but the professor hired a lawyer who basically told the plaintiffs, you're just going to admit that you were vandalizing the mailbox multiple times? That shut them up. To the best of my dad's knowledge, the mailbox is still standing. The other students who still brought in mailboxes had theirs gifted to different professors throughout the town and are also still standing. Sorry, this must be something that I'm not aware of. Is this like a common thing that happens where random truck drivers just whip out baseball bats and just batter over like random people's neighbors? What? (laughs) Okay, not neighbors. (laughs) Mailboxes. Can make that clear. They're they're not attacking neighbors. Um, A bit of a weird slip of the tongue. Uh, But anyway, what I meant to say uh, is this a normal thing where just random truck drivers batter people's mailboxes for no reason? Unless it wasn't for no reason and there was some history there and, uh, you know, this passenger actually knew the professor. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he cheated on him with his wife. Who knows? That could also have happened. Um, But I doubt it. Just random act of violence for no real reason. Strange again. Completely valid revenge though, obviously, I've got to say, because if, if someone's attacking your mailbox, they deserve to get injured. I'm not paying your hospital bill, mate. It's on you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now moving on to our final revenge story of this video. Just a little bit of petty revenge to end this on a light note. McDonald's got my sauce and then some. By the way, guys, this one is really funny. All right. So one day after working overtime, I was starving and decided to go to McDonald's for a 20 piece chicken McNuggets. When I get there, I place my order and pick the three sauces that it comes with. I asked for a full sauce, barbecue, but was told it would be an extra 30 cents. I was surprised as this has never been a problem before. Every single time I've ordered 20 piece McNuggets at other McDonald's, 
I've always been given a fourth source without any issue. I sensed that something didn't seem right. I asked nicely and the cashier was also super nice but nervous at the same time. I figured there must be a compelling reason why she was enforcing a ridiculous source policy. Like why go through the trouble of ringing up a source or upsetting a customer? Wanting clarification on the source policy, I asked to speak to the manager and within seconds knew that she was the problem. I think she was watching the cashier as she came out of nowhere ready to intervene when i asked about the source policy she was ready to go with insincere scripted responses look i was ready to forget her and move on until she smugly smiled and said if you change your mind you can still buy however many sources you want for 30 cents each that remark really rubbed me the wrong way i'm not surprised pal In my moment of dissatisfaction, I remembered you can get sauces for free on the McDonald's app under the condiment section. I open up the app on my phone and add in as many barbecue sauces as I can. It turns out the limit is 20 items per order. I then happily place my order for 20 barbecue sauces at no charge. Within a minute or so, I hear laughing and the cashier hands me my heavy bag of sauces. I couldn't see her smile behind the mask, but I could definitely tell from her eyes. I got the dirtiest look from the manager after she realized what had happened. Got my sauce and then some. I mean, guys, that is absolutely electric. It really is. So satisfyingly beautiful, that one piece of revenge. It's just perfect, isn't it? Don't be, a, don't be an idiot, for want of a better word, if you know what I mean. And um, give the man his sauce and you wouldn't have had to waste 20 times as many sauces. Come on. This guy's a genius. I just don't really get like, oh, just give the man, like, give the man sauce. He wants one sauce other than the three that come with the meal. And you can't do that for him. You deserve this. Sorry, you, des- you deserve to lose all your sauces. You have no sauce. Yeah, you're just a mug. You're a Muppet, an absolute Muppet. And now I know like I'm just abusing this manager now, but pretty fun, isn't it? Deserves it. Don't be such a cow. Should I keep going? No, I'll leave it there. Anyway, guys, that's enough of the abuse for one video. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this revenge story. Three funny stories, if you know what I mean. Why wouldn't you know what I mean? I just said funny. Anyway, if you want more from me, check out this playlist of all my revenge videos. Subscribe up here for daily Reddit videos, and I will see you all tomorrow with a brand new one. Take care, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.